Hey, thanks for joining me today. Welcome back to Family Health and Hustle. So I appreciate you joining me on the show today. Um, still working on getting the consistency of the show down, um, as many of you know, and, and we'll be talking about this uh, throughout the course of the podcast. Um, it's just me right now. It's a one-man show, and I got a few things going on, a few things I'm trying to uh, get off the ground. Um, and also, uh, you know, juggling the family life, work life, um, tr- you know, healthy life, trying to get healthy, things like that. So uh, working on getting this consistent, I definitely want to um, keep it going at one a week right now and then hopefully very soon scale to two a week and then do a minimum of uh, two shows a week. And then if we can if we can go up to three from there, then perfect. That's awesome. But um, and I say that just because this is a process as well. And I've said this a few times in the other episodes, and I'll continue to say this, that it's really about consistently showing up whatever it is that you're doing with your family, with anything health-related, health goals, um, and with your hustle goals. Um, With your family, sometimes we have rough days. If you're a parent or have a sibling or a child or, or whatever, You can have rough days with your family at times, and that's okay, because the way I look at it is we take everything day to day. If I didn't have a good day today, whether it was with family life, whether I didn't eat very well, or I didn't go to the gym, or maybe I didn't work on any of my business goals, that's okay, because tomorrow's a new day. And I'm not going to think about yesterday anymore. I'm not going to think about tomorrow. I'm just going to think about what I need to do today, and every day is a new day. And that's super important, I think, as we are on this journey together. And and even with this podcast, I wanted to do multiple last week. <laughs> and and finally, I was like, you know, I'm getting a little overwhelmed. I got Halloween just ended, and we have holidays coming up, and we have uh, things going on with family. We have uh, one of the businesses my wife and I own have been pretty busy the last couple of days. And, um, you know, sometimes you just can't do it, but that's okay. At least, at least get on the microphone. That's my goal. And to, uh, ramp that up to two, uh, shows a week. And as we go forward, I'll, I'll explain kind of what that other, uh, business is that we do and, and explain some of the journey with that. Um, it's brand new. It's only two years old and it's been fun, but definitely a lot, a lot of work. So today I wanted to talk, um, you know, since the, episode since the podcast is called Family Health and Hustle, I thought, hey, it might be good to actually address uh, those three things on some of the episodes. So today I wanted to talk about family. I wanted to kind of introduce myself and get um, allow you to kind of get to know me a little better and what my upbringing was, you know, kind of family life I had. And I'm extremely blessed when it came to family. Um, I'll be honest. I know a lot of people have rough, rough family lives. And um, for me, I had both my mom and my dad, good parents, um, who worked hard to get us on the right track. And, you know, there's only so much a parent can do before you got to let people make mistakes. So there is definitely lots of mistakes from me and my siblings, um, and we'll continue to learn and grow. But, um, so as family, as far as family goes, um, again, I have a mom and a dad. I'm actually named after my dad, Anthony Hernandez, uh, my mom, uh, Jill, and uh, both of them met in high school, Um I think my dad was, you know, a little bit of a bad boy, uh, but he was looking for a good girl, and you know that's how he explains it. But I'm sure my mom was probably explains it the other way that she was, you know, she was the the bad girl, the cool girl looking for, uh, you know, a cool guy. I guess <laughs> I don't know. We'll have to ask them uh, when it comes time. 
Um, but anyway, so they met in high school, got married, I think at 19, uh, had me at 20 or 21. I'm pretty sure it's 21. Um, and then I have four other siblings. I have uh, three younger sisters and then a youngest brother. And between myself and my brother, who's the youngest, there's about uh, 10 and a half, 11 years uh, span. So um, growing up, I, I, I feel bad because uh, right as he was uh, kind of getting older and wanted to hang out and stuff, uh, I was, you know, getting into having a girlfriend and wanting to hang out with her. And, and anytime he wanted to hang out, I was like, sorry, buddy, I'm, uh, you know, hanging out with the lady tonight. Um, you know, because it was, it was new to me. It was exciting. It was high school. It was like, oh yeah, I'm cool. I'm getting a, I'm getting a, I have a girlfriend. <laughs> um, and looking back at it, I mean, learned a lot from there. I do you know, feel bad that, uh, I didn't, I was too naive and, and young and just didn't know too immature to know that you know the girlfriend would come and go and uh, that the relationship with uh, my brother and my sisters um, were the most important part and uh, you'll probably hear me reference that in the future as well because it is something that um, you know I, I talk about not wanting to go back in time and do things different right we talk about oh there's people that have a goal and they say well if I could go back in time and do that differently but they use that as an excuse to not pursue the goal. And for me, um, I'm going to say this, but understanding that I'm working in the future to have better relationships with members of my family. Uh, but, you know, that's one thing I wish I could do is go back and change and kind of slap uh, high school and middle school Anthony around and be like, hey, man, come on. Those, that girl might be pretty or those friends might be fun. But uh, when you get older, guess what? The friends probably have come and gone, and the girlfriends come and gone, and you need to uh, really build a relationship with your family. Um, not that I have a bad relationship with my siblings, um, but you know, I was just kind of doing my own thing, and they were doing their own thing. So the sibling next youngest under me is that's my sister, and she is I think about four years younger than me. Um, and then under her, I think it's two years for the next sister, and then another two years for the next sister. And then um, I think another two years for him. I don't want to do the math right here in front of you, but I'm pretty sure that's about what it is. Um, and so, again, I was in high school doing my own thing and uh, right when they were growing up. And, and they know me as probably more of the tormentor, which, you know, an older brother's supposed to do that. An older, older brother's supposed to uh, hassle him here and there. Um, and we did. And we played when we were younger. And, and I love tormenting them. I love tormenting them to this day. I have a sister who um, is 23, I think, 26, 25, something like that. I'm horrible with the ages, to be honest with you. I just know she's early 20s. And I still mess with her all the time. I mess with her. And she has a little a little daughter as well. And I, I mess with her. And it's, you know, it's it's in our blood. It's it's We have to. It's, in, it's our responsibility as the older brother. So... Uh, I have these wonderful four younger siblings. They all have families now. Um, my next youngest sister below me has two children uh, around the same age as my children. Uh, the one under there is dating a pretty cool guy, kind of, you know, exploring and living life the way that she wants. And, and I'm really excited for, for her um, and excited to see her next time and hear some of her adventures and then uh, under that, I have another sister who has a little girl um, who is just sweet as can be, sassy as can be, 
and then my brother and and is married now as well uh, with his wife and uh yeah so i mean we're a pretty tight-knit family we uh we like to spend holidays together obviously with in-laws now we we bounce around a little bit but we we try to go over to my parents house every uh, few weeks you know do dinner over there celebrate holidays things like that and so i would say that there's definitely worse um family relationships in the world. I'm very blessed when it comes to the relationship I have with my family and the support that we uh, that we share. Now, growing up, my dad um, worked, uh, My both my mom and my dad worked. My mom works in the mortgage business and my dad was working um, mostly in um, like a medical related business. I'm not going to name companies exactly, but uh, worked at the same company for most of my life up until I was about 25. Um, and both nine to five people, both hardworking. My mom, my dad went to school. My mom didn't. And my mom is, uh, in the mortgage business. If you know anything about the mortgage business, huge opportunity there. So she jumped in, learned everything she could is a very hard worker and has really, uh, excelled and succeeded, um, quite a bit in the mortgage business. I mean, I'm still at that point. I'm sure some children are at a point where like they're making the same amount of money as their parents and stuff like that. But I'm still at a point where I'm like looking up to her going one day, one day I'll do as well as her. So, I mean, she's just done a great job and and she loves it and works very hard uh, and and deserves every bit of it. And then my dad was working for the same company until I was about 25 and then, um, and then kind of went and started exploring a few different jobs, just kind of, I think got a little fed up with, uh, being, being in the management of that company maybe, and, and, uh, dealing with a lot of stuff. And he says, Hey, I need, I need to go try some other stuff. And so he's, he's now at a, a different company. Um, very happy. Um, just kind of doing his thing. He's the kind of guy that, you know, most people will go eight to five. He'll show up at, you know, six and get off at three. And, and he's, you know, super effective, crazy good at planning and, and executing, um, strategy. And so he's very, uh, I guess, uh, I guess the optimized might be the, the right word. I mean, he just does a good job. So growing up, um, you know, those are the, those are my parents and my mom stayed home for a little while with us. Um, but, uh, but end up going back to work. And the interesting thing is when it came to, when it comes to money, my dad, it's funny because my parents are so smart. We've even said now that we're grown up, the kids are like, you know, if you wanted to be rich, you could have been. And my dad was like, yeah, I know, but I just didn't care about money. And I'm like, you know, now I'm like, dang you, like it, it didn't have to be about the money, but it, it would have been really helpful if you had some money to help us out. <laughs> well, I got a business idea. I need so I need to borrow some money. Um, but that's kind of the life we lived is, is they, they worked hard and they, they didn't care about rich being rich and being famous and, you know, social media wasn't around. They weren't on social media. Uh, they were just kind of doing their thing and taking care of our family. And, and, uh, I really appreciate it. Um, and they were, I, I would say that later on in life, we, they were probably pretty well off. Um, except me, uh, even being the oldest, like you wouldn't have known. And what I mean by that is on my 16th birthday, my dad was like, hey, I'm going to buy you a car. And I was like, oh, my gosh, this is so awesome. Like, I'm going to get such a sweet car. Like, and again, I know a lot of a lot of kids get, you know, Corvettes and trucks and all this awesome stuff. And then there's a lot of people out there that don't get anything. And so I, I was very grateful to get something. And then my dad took me out to uh, go look at cars. And he it was probably right around hmm, I'm going to 
date myself here a little bit, but it was probably right around 2005 that we went to get a vehicle and um, it, it we pull over to the side of the road and there's two cars. There, There's one that's immaculate. It's I don't even remember what kind of car it was. It was white, nice paint. The inside the interior was, was clean and crisp and it was just a good looking car, for, especially for a first car for, for a 10th grader uh, who was probably going to beat it up. And it was seven hundred dollars, and um, my the the I was like, this is it, you know, this is awesome. I really appreciate this. Like, I'm so excited. And my dad said, no, 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 no. I want. Let's get this car. And it was there was a car right next to it. It was a 1992 Ford Escort, and it was a hatchback. It was a two door. It was, the paint was chipping, it was a manual, and this was my first car. I didn't know how to drive a manual, and um, and it was just beat up. The interior was tan with all these stains, uh, you know, the, the plastic on the dashboard, everything was cracked, and I just looked at my dad and I said, what are you talking about? I said, this car over here, this white one, this is the one, like this is why we're here, and, and the difference between the two cars, the Ford Escort, it was a blue Ford Escort. It was $500, this white car, to $700, so $200 more. And I said, look, I know you got the money. <laughs> like, I, like, I'm not dumb. I know, I, know, I know you're just frugal, but I know you got some money. So let's get this one. And he said, no, we're going to get, the, we're gonna get the, the blue one. And I said, come on, let's, let's get this one. And there's one thing with my dad is growing up, he was definitely a discipliner. You know, I... I'll be honest, I got spanked. Um, I didn't understand it then. I appreciate it now. I definitely got discipline, and I think it, you know, a lot of people might kind of flinch when you talk about that, but I think from what I've seen with friends and family that those who typically are not disciplined um, tend to be more disrespectful as they grow up. And, and I feel bad for them because it feels like, you know, you see the parent and sometimes the parent's trying to be more of a friend. And if that's your style, that's cool. There's, there's nothing wrong with that. I'm just talking about this is what I saw. But on the flip side, my dad disciplined me and my, my siblings. And, um, you know, I actually had a lot of respect for him. And I knew, I knew that at a certain point there was a line drawn and not to go past that line. And so this was one of those times I was like, I know you got the money. Uh, let's get let's get that white car. And he looked at me. He says, "If you ask me one more time, you're not going to get any vehicle." And he was serious when he would say that stuff. He was was solid. So I said, "Fine, I'll get this this goofy looking car." And we got it. And uh, you know, there's a whole long story to it. I was driving home a few days later, um, and the exhaust system, like the exhaust pipe, fell out and was dragging on the ground and he had to spend all this money to fix it. And, and we give him crap for that. But the, my dad was always very frugal. Um, he had some money, but you'd never know. There's another time when I, um, in, I think, I think it was probably 10th or 11th grade. He was going to the grocery store. He says, anyone need anything? I said, Hey, I just need some new deodorant. Um, he says, well, why don't you go get that? And I was working for like a pizza shop at the time, making five bucks an hour. And I said, and I think this was actually preview, like before I got my vehicle. Um, and he's like, uh, you know, you go get it yourself. And I said, no, come on, man. I, I got stuff to do. I'm going to school, whatever. Can you just go get me a, a stick of deodorant? So this son of a gun comes home with a travel size women's deodorant. And I said, what is this? 
And he goes, that's your deodorant. And I said, dude, this is tiny, A. I know you got it from, like, the travel stuff um, that you can, like, pack in bags. And B, it's a woman's deodorant. And my dad just looked at me and goes, yeah, but it was two bucks. And I had to wear that woman. I tried. I, I honestly tried to wear that deodorant. And I was sitting in class, and I smelt like a girl all day. And, again, this is one of those stories that people might flinch now. We live in a different time. Uh, you know, saying that I smell like a girl, some people might be like, hey, well, you know, that's not that's not right. Guys can smell like that, too. Okay, whatever. Take it however you want right now. But back then, I was like, I smell pretty. I didn't want to smell pretty. I wanted to smell, you know, tough. I wanted to smell smooth, you know, like, and I smell pretty. And that's when I, I think I really was like, okay, this guy, <laughs> this guy's crazy. He's not serious. And, and that's a something I always remember. I mean, that would be the frugality of, of my dad is he, he could have done that, but he was always looking for, for, uh, the other options, the more, the more affordable options. And, and the thing is, is when he wanted something really nice, he'd get it. Um, and that's maybe why he could is because he was careful with everything else. My mom on the other side loves spending money, uh, for the things that she likes. Um, again, nothing fancy, but when it came to dinners or taking out the family or going on vacation or doing things, she definitely loves taking care of people, um, and which I appreciate as well. And I got to apologize. I'm like getting over a little cold or something. Uh, so my, my voice is a little hoarse today and I'm sipping on a little water here. So if you hear little random, uh, little quiet spots in this, it's uh, probably me just taking a little sip. Um, but anyway, so lifestyle, that's how it was. Grew up, went to, went to public school, elementary school, middle school, high school, uh, grew up in, uh, born, I was born in, uh, New Jersey and we actually ended up moving out here when I was younger. And so I went through, uh, all of schooling, uh, most of schooling out here in Utah, um, in high school, middle school, things like that. Um, had a pretty active childhood. I mean, we... You know, my dad tried to get me in martial arts and some sports, uh, a little bit of hockey when I was younger, some wrestling. Um, <clears throat> when I got in high school, I wanted to be, well, I still kind of want, I've always wanted to have a little bit more, um, be more creative. And so I, I wanted to do acting. And so I, I got into uh, theater. I was also in band. I, I did a little bit, did a little bit of the piano, a little bit of the trumpet, uh, things like that. So we all had some great opportunity growing up. Um, younger sisters all played, uh, piano and, and, uh, you did dance. My, my brother was kind of the football star in the family. Um, because most of my family is like between five foot eight and six foot. And all of a sudden my brother came along and is like six foot five or something. I mean, he was just a big boy. And so he had kind of all types of opportunities, um, growing up in sports. Um, and so, uh, and we grew up in a very conservative household, to be honest with you. Um, you know, we definitely were people that believed that, um, you know, work hard, work hard and get, and you can get ahead. Um, you definitely, you know, American loving, uh, freedom loving, uh, people. Um, and my, my grandparents, so my dad's parents actually had immigrated here from, uh, Cuba, uh, and Puerto Rico. 
So uh, immigrants to the country. He he actually grew up back east. So I was said I was born in New Jersey. He that's where he grew up and my mom grew up. Um, and then we we kind of migrated out here just mostly because after I was born and I was starting to grow up and I think a few of my siblings were born. My parents were just like, you know, we think that there's. Um, some areas in Utah that were a little more family friendly and they wanted to really focus in on that. So, so it was overall very good. Uh, like I said, we remain close today um, and uh, try to share in activities and birthdays and holidays and things like that. Uh, you know, Halloween uh, was just this week. So this coming, you know, Thanksgiving and, and Christmas will be kind of bouncing around between in-laws and, and family. So uh, definitely try to spend time together and uh, as I mentioned at the beginning, like some of the experiences I had when I was younger really kind of showed me that, hey, you know, these relationships are very important and you shouldn't neglect them. And and I would use that and say the same thing to anyone today. If you are looking at having a strong foundation, um, make sure family's part of it. And that doesn't have to be your mom or your dad or your sisters. Um, it can be friends that can, you know, they're considered family, but you need people to be able to rely on because things will get hard. I promise you there's always going to be times in your life where things will get hard. And if you don't have a, a solid foundation, a solid uh, reason to work on those things, um, it, it can put you in a dangerous place. And you got to be careful about that. And that's why uh, family is one of one of the fundamental things that I believe in and, and talk about. And that's one of the reasons I uh, am we're focusing on that on the, in this show. Now, outside of my main uh, family that I grew up with, I'm uh, married uh, to a beautiful wife, and I have two children. I have a little boy who uh, is five years old and a little girl who's two years old, and uh, we'll talk a little bit more about them in future episodes, but um, we are uh, living and hustling and staying busy, and uh, the kids are just growing up now into their personalities, and so that keeps us on our toes. Um and, uh, you know, trying to get them involved in things like, like I was when I was younger, thinking about sports, they can get involved in like t-ball or, or, you know, piano or, or things like that. And so we are trying to create some of that family unity and, and opportunity and act, those activities and growth, um, at this point now with our young family, uh, that I got to experience when I was younger and also, you know, reflecting on some of the things that maybe I didn't do so well, like I said, like some some neglect of some relationships as I got older, and that's something I'm going to try to stay aware of as my kids get older and try to you know help them understand that those relationships are important uh, and guide them through that so that maybe they don't have those same uh, those you know that that when they get older they're not looking back saying oh I made the same mistake. So we'll talk about my my family in the, in future episodes, but I mean that that's a little bit about where I came from. Like I said, the name of the podcast is Family Health and Hustle, so I figured might as well tell you a little bit about my family and um, and that's part of my journey is how can I replicate some of the great experiences that my parents gave me when I was younger and make that even better for my family. How can I replicate some of those uh, experiences? How can I? amplify our relationships, our, not just as a parent, but, you know, as a parent, you have to kind of walk that weird boundary of, I'm, I'm, I want to be your friend, but I can't really be your friend, but I also am kind of your friend, but I'm, I'm also in charge, and I have to make sure I raise a good person that's not going to screw up their life or, or do something silly, and so, you know, going forward, that's going to be some of the things I work on, is how can I, how can I balance those things and, and bring some huge benefits to the family, and, uh, grow together, uh, but also, you know, be responsible for them. So, um, and I think that's a, something that a lot of us share is how can we 
pursue goals and dreams and still not screw this up over here, right? Or or maybe we put all of our attention in the family, but then how do we make sure that we're not screwing up our health goals or our business goals or, you know, so it's it's balancing of the three and, and it is hard. Trust me, it is hard. Um I'm with you. I understand. I'm we're we're in the the uh, the I guess the the pit together. Uh, I hate calling it that, but you know we're together out here trying to figure things out, and that's one of the reasons I created this podcast is so that we can create a community of of like-minded individuals saying, "Hey, we're just trying to do our best. We're trying to do our best, and um, here's the here's why we're trying to do our best. Here's here's the core, the three core things that we're trying to do." And, um, and again, like I always say, and I will keep saying it, the joy comes in the journey. So this is where the fun is. Don't just be worried about accomplishing whatever it is like this. This is where the fun is, even in, in family things. If you, there's going to be times when we don't agree or we don't get along and, and that's okay. And it will suck in the moment, but overall, like this is where the joy comes is, uh, is going through all this and, and growing. So Today was a, there. you know, how can you summarize uh, a family life in, you know, 25 minutes or, or 30 minutes, whatever this is running so far. Just wanted to give you a, a quick highlight and, and we'll talk more uh, about where I came from and the experiences I have. And I hope as we, as we go along that I'll hear some of your experiences and maybe they're frankly way better or maybe they're way worse. I don't know, but I think it doesn't really matter again, where we're coming from individually is just the fact that we are moving and we are doing things and we are progressing. And that is really what matters. And we're all going to end up in different spots as well. And that's okay, because we don't all want to end up in the same spot. There's all different things that we want to accomplish. Um, and, and our journey will be uh, in the specifics different, but generally um, the same. And what I mean by that is we'll have different scenarios and experiences, but there's the same principles that we have to learn together. And I'm excited for that. If you haven't already, check us out online, familyhealthandhustle.com. Go there and download the six secrets for success. These are the six fundamental fundamental, fundamental uh, principles that I think we need to be successful. And what I mean by that is they're the foundation. As I said a little bit ago, things are going to get hard. Things aren't going to be perfect. We need to understand why it's so important to have these things in place to fall back on. Because if you don't have something to fall back on, that's when things can get dark. And we don't want that. There's so many people out there that are that don't have anything to fall back on. And it just amplifies the, the misery. I mean, there's no better word to say it. The misery of whatever they're going through. Uh, when they could fall back on the, to some other level of support. And that's what those uh, six secrets are, those six principles uh, for success. Check those out. Um, thank you so much for joining me today uh, and learning a little bit more about me and my family and where we come from. And I'm excited to share more as we grow and, and, and uh, continue listening and, and speaking and, and working together in this community. Thanks so much. This has been Family Health and Hustle. I'll talk to you next time.